Back for the rant. Back for the rant. And I guess we, I don't know. It's this probably more, this less rant and more reflection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, we can reflect. Um, I thought it would be in- interesting for our viewers and listeners for us to just do a quick, like, best political memory. Um, and I, as, as I mentioned that, I, now I think I've got way too many yeah, you're, to, you're, you're, to try to pick. Yeah, you're, from. Your history in politics in the state is so pronounced. And you've been involved in a lot of big victories. Yeah. Um, and some losses. Yeah. And some losses. And some losses. Right. Um, I would, I would, well, maybe I'll say, maybe I'll characterize it this way. The, the, the biggest impact memory, the early, let, let's do the first big impact one, right? So 1993, I was working on... Matt Salmon's exploratory committee. He was a state senator getting ready to run for Congress. And then I found out that there was a guy named John Shattuck who needed a campaign manager. And I went and met with him. And uh, unbelievably, he hired me. (laughs) I say unbelievably because I had very little experience. Um, And we're trying to get John on the show. I just want to interject that. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll come on. Um, and it was, I remember we, we ran the campaign from his, the house he grew up in, Mm -hmm. in the, in the mother-in-law unit in the back, which is where they ran the Goldwater campaigns. Yeah. Um, his dad was Goldwater's campaign manager, his first one in 1952. And the garage was jam packed with memorabilia and files all from Goldwater era from John Shattuck's time at uh, the attorney general's office under Bob Corbin mm. when, you know, there was files on the uh, Abscam. Abscam and yeah. uh, Meekum's impeachment. And I would, I remembered. That's, that's the, how, that's how pathetically political I've been in my entire life. Yeah. I actually remember all that. Well, and, and having gone down and watched one of the days of, Meekum's trial hmm. uh, when I was in high school, uh, and then to read documents about it, you know, years later, uh, and just th- I spent hours and hours, you know, late at night, just educating myself on Arizona politics and the Goldwater era and yeah. that kind of thing, and it just was. Um, such a profound experience, not only because Shattuck was not expected to win that primary. Um, he worked harder than anybody had ever seen. And it inspired me to work harder than I'd ever worked in my life. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I never had worked that hard and it told me that I could. Hmm. And, and I learned so much from that, just the basics of campaigning, but also, the importance of personal interaction of the candidate with the people because Shattuck was a great retail politician. Um, so that, that was the beginning of what turned out to be a pretty awesome, you know, what has turned out to be a pretty awesome run in politics. Yeah, I mean, you've had an amazing career for sure from that one, that one chance of chance fate. Chance of fate, yeah. Yeah. 
And, and what an amazing history the Shadows have. You know, I keep I keep asking John to rewrite. You know, his dad has this book on on how to how to win an election. How to win an election. It's called and, How to Win an Election. It is the and, best book ever written on elections. Yeah, and and there's been a lot of books written. And, well, and, the, and uh, I keep asking, hey, why don't you and Stephen get together, like go through the archives, go through it, and, and reissue it. It'd well, be great. It, you will be interested to know that Shattuck and I had that conversation years and years ago, and I actually went through and wrote a prologue and an epilogue oh, to yeah, the first sure. three or four chapters. I didn't get through the whole thing, um, but it is. It's a timeless book. I mean, that there are things that that clearly have changed, but the the fundamentals are the same. Yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. So my, I guess my memory kind of piggybacks on yours, and it's it, it has to do with the fruits of your efforts in that election. And I got I cut my teeth in republic well conservative politics by working for a guy named Morton Blackwell at the Leadership Institute. First job out of college, I was I ran their the Salvatore Leadership Speakers Bureau, which is totally meaningless. It means I, I put together a bunch of publications for students on college campuses that hopefully, in the hopes that they'll bring speakers to their, their college campus. And, and uh, But it was a great experience of learning how to write, learning how to speak well and clearly uh, to an audience, which I'd never really done well before. And Morton was a great teacher, and is a great teacher to this day, of young people and how to prepare for political career. And, and in, in many different facets. And he's grown the Leadership Institute from this little, you know, I think we had maybe four schools back then, you know, activist type schools, youth leadership schools, student publication school, maybe four or five others, into this behemoth of, yeah. of conservative activist training. And uh, uh, to where I tell candidates all the time, hey, listen, if you really want to learn how to win, you need to go take a class at the Leadership Institute because if you subvert your your political career to the consultants and to the fundraisers, you're not going to understand what's going on. That's right. Especially if you're a first-time candidate. You really owe it to yourself to, to learn how to win. That's kind of their tagline. So, um, but uh, back in 1994, I just started, I I left the Leadership Institute, and I, was, I had traveled a little bit in Europe, and I fell off a cliff, of all things, and shattered my wrist, and Long story short, went back. My dad asked me to come back to work at Golden Eagle, and so I had been working for for about a year, and uh, almost a, almost a year, November of 1994. And during election eve of of that year, I remember distinctly we were at a branch dinner out in Buckeye, and I kept checking my watch. And my dad's like, why do you keep checking your watch? I said, well, it's election eve, dad, and it looks like the Republicans are going to retake the House. And I want to go down to the party at the Hyatt <laughs> because all my buddies are going to be there and see what's going on. And finally he said, okay, just wait till right after dinner and you can leave. And uh, I kept looking, kept looking, and I just would look over at him. He goes, just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I left, and, and we were, I mean, 
back then, I mean, we were way, way on the west side. There was nothing out there back then. And so I'm, I'm zipping down. I meet John Desser, who at that time was working for John McCain. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think he was still an LC for, for, for John. And I meet John Desser at the Hyatt. And um, we proceed to, this is when, when um, Kyle was first elected mm -hmm. to the Senate. Um, and we had known John for a little bit. And so we're going around just shaking hands and back slapping. And it was, it was just one of those evenings that where a lot of people's hard work and a lot of people's vision had paid off and that we had never thought would come to fruition. Yeah. And it, and it, and it started an era of politics that, um, that was really exciting. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, it was a that was that was a huge huge night. You know, Republicans took the house for the first time in forty years. Yeah, and what was great about I mean, you're, you're talking about relationships. Um, the relationships I gained in, in through that year and through that time were really monumental, and especially with with a guy like John Shattuck and even a, a John Kyle and a. And J.D. Hayworth, I mean, a lot of people like bad, you know, kind of have their own opinion about J.D., but I always liked J.D. <laughs> I mean, I always thought that, you know, okay, so he, he he's a different guy, but but he won, and and uh, I always always enjoyed being with him. Mm -hmm. But what was, what was great about all the, those three men is shortly thereafter, in February of 95, my father passed away. And I remember the first time I went back to DC and it was like probably that April and I've talked about this a little bit. It mm -hmm. was the first and, and you you were there and every single one of of those men took a lot of individual time with me after after that. Yeah. And uh, I was there for a National Beer Wholesalers Convention and I remember staying afterwards with every single with those three especially wanting to talk to me yeah and i'll never forget that yeah that that was uh that was not only a great time for our country but it was a good time great time for our state yeah phenomenal delegation yeah it was a great delegation really, it was really solid. and 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 we talk about bipartisanship we talk about you know working together for a common goal that was a that was a delegation that did a lot for arizona both yeah. democrat and republican and and put things aside to, to make sure that that Arizona came first. And and one of the people who exemplified that as well as anybody was Ed Pastor. Oh, Democrat, absolutely. Um, Longtime Democrat on the Appropriations Committee. Obviously did a ton for Arizona, but he was one of the nicest human beings you could ever meet. I got to sit next to Ed at a some kind of dinner that I went to back in D.C., and we got to know each other for the first time, really. I just, he's, he was the nicest guy and principal, knew where he stood, but really enjoyed that time with him. Yeah. And, and absolutely willing to work across the aisle. Yeah. To get stuff done. Yeah. He um, was, he was a statesman. Yeah. And we don't have that many of those in no, the state anymore. We don't. No. Which is sad. It's true. Those are good memories. Yeah, they are good memories. We're going to find that we have almost the same. Yeah, that's the the timing. That's interesting. The, um, the timing. We were no. we were young and and but we I think we we understood what we were witnessing. 
Well, we yeah, there's no question. A lot of people that, don't get it. Like a lot of people don't understand that time, or or if they're in in some in, in that type of environment, they don't recognize really what's happening. Yeah, no, it was absolutely historic. It was, a f- and and we'll we'll need to go into more discussion about the transition that when happened when Republicans took over the House and we can talk about Newt, all kinds of that. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of lots to talk about. Yeah, that'd be a great. One. We'll do that. We'll do that on another one. Talk about how yeah, you know, it was great, and then it wasn't, and then so, it wasn't great. so great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, for now, we'll say adios. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.